So, what were we going to talk about? We were going to say... is anywhere but here my name's maria my name is tom and we are two reluctant residents of greensboro north carolina who yeah. want to talk about it and want to talk about it with other reluctant residents of greensboro <laughs> and kind of explore our accidental love for the city yeah it'll be great i'm excited i'm very excited we're gonna have guests and then you and i are gonna talk for hours Many, many hours. <laughs> so many hours. We're looking forward to it. This is Tate Meyer with Daniel, the bestest, estes, estes person in the world. And you're listening to Free Pizza. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives. And today we have the amazing Mia Frudato. Frudato. Frenduto. 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 Yep. Is that Italian? It is. Okay. Sicilian. Sicilian. Pizza. Ooh. We on theme. Let's go. Let's go. I should give me a coach on Tinder last name and I still butchered it. So um, I should be fired from this podcast. I gotta fire myself. Don't fire yourself. That was an awful attempt. It's okay. I forgive you. We're here. It's fine. <laughs> we are, and we is wonderful home, and we're in. It's just in the Durham or Raleigh. It's Rougemont, believe it or not. Rougemont. Okay. Yes, north of Durham. Okay, I was driving through, and I think I Orange. What county is this? Orange. Orange County, and I was yep. just like, "Where am I going?" <laughs> I see a lot of woods. The woods. <laughs> you mentioned the gate. I was just like, "Oh my god!" And then see nothing but woods. I'm like, "Okay, Mia, I'm gonna. I trust you." Yep. <laughs> yep. We're here. Hope you didn't watch any horror movies last night. That's what I was thinking. Yep. I did the other night. And drove home. Oh my god. Horrifying. Oh, I bet it's pitch black out here mm-hmm. too. Jesus. Yep. We made it. Uh, okay. Well, Mia is a photographer. Um, an amazing photographer that I know I forgot how we initially really first kind of connected probably through some mutuals maybe just, maybe just through Instagram maybe because you were in Ashboro for a little bit RCC I know a lot of people who went to um, yep. that school and who came out amazing you are one of them thank you thank you <laughs> I just interviewed Brendan not too long ago so Brendan. yes the, that dude's an insane and Brendan if you listen to this which you probably are listening to this because you know Mia hope you're doing good in LA but yes, yeah, so me, a photographer. So tell us yeah. about yourself, where you were born, and uh, got us through the, the journey. Absolutely. So, yeah, photographer, but really, uh, it started, gosh, 1998. 98. Yep. Okay. I'm a youngin', what can I say? You are. 23 yes. years old, uh, born and raised in Durham County. So, my dad came here um, for work. He's a physician, and we moved in 98, and then I was born here. So, oh, yes. first member of the family to be born in NC. Let's go. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for me, the art part of my life really started when I was maybe two or three years old. My yeah. dad got a Sony Handycam. Yes. And I have about 45,000 files on a couple different hard drives because my dad was incredible at documenting my entire life. I mean, everything that we did, there are videos, there are photos, you know, the scratchy kind of grainy vibe of the Sony Handycam. That is my entire life documented. Um, So I've always said that that's kind of where it started there are all these videos where he'll be filming something and you know trying to talk and i'm in the background quite literally yelling at him and saying frank let me hold the camera dad let me hold the camera please just let me hold it and um i would take it and walk around my house and say hi guys this is mia this is my vlog and i mean talk about maybe the generation's first youtuber i don't know but let's go that was that was my thing um so ever since i was really young kind of you know cameras videography photography has been in my life um in some way that's amazing shout out to pops for real i love parents that document my mom mostly documented photos but i love parents that have like the old like 
VHS type tapes or the whole high high cassette tapes. I'm like, yeah, let's watch these family videos. Yes. That's so cool to me. Absolutely. We literally will, if we have family over or anything, we'll gather around my computer and start looking at everything. And it's, you know, everything's organized in terms of the year. And so we'll be able to say, oh, where were we here? Or what the, you know, it's so cool. Um, Biggest blessing ever to have all of that stuff. So I would really say that that's kind of where it started. Yeah. Um, as I grew up, I got really into the performing arts too. That was a huge part of my upbringing. Yes. Um, there used to be this organization called Arts Mission in mm-hmm. Durham County. And it were these uh, incredible group of men and women that started it. Um, and you would go in on a Monday in the summer. You would get a folder of sheet music. Mm-hmm. And then they would bring in dance clinicians, vocal wow. clinicians, you would learn and perform with this huge group of kids, probably 250 to 300 each time. And then by Friday you put on a show. Um, and that was my thing. I loved it so much, you know, total squeaky white shoes and, you know, tucked into jeans show choir, but that was my upbringing. Um, so I kind of actually struggled deciding what to go into initially because I had, those two things. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a Broadway baby for part of my life. I was like, I just want to do that, you know? And, um, then we discovered RCC and that's no way. So, so with this program here in Durham County, uh, you did, were you dancing, singing, you doing all of that? Yeah. All Broadway doing acting. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Every summer from 2001 until 2016. So yeah. you would be, I mean, you were multidisciplinary back then just doing all of it, but you yeah. weren't really doing anything like photo or anything like that until RCC. A little bit before that, I got, um, my grandfather bought me my first digital camera yeah. when I was, gosh, 13, I want to say, Yeah. right around there somewhere. Um, I started doing photography for my school in, I guess in middle school, seventh grade. Okay. So probably 12 years old, more like it. Yeah. And, um, I would go to football games, pep rallies, um, chorus concerts and photograph that for the yearbook, for the website, that type of thing. Yeah. So I kind of became known as the kid that had the camera in middle school. (laughs) I love that. And that was really fun. It was a good way for me to get involved in things. I was never a big sports child at all. I was either theater, performing arts, music, dance, all of that, or I was the camera child. So that's kind of how I was known. Um, And then in high school, same thing. Yeah. Um, My assistant principal in high school was a professional photographer in Chicago. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, shout out to Mr. Oaken. He was the bomb. And um, now he's actually local to this area, which is so cool. Really? So is he shooting photos? Yeah, a little bit, but oh. he's actually an assistant principal in Durham County now. Nice, um, nice. But yeah, he always he always comments on my stuff, and you know we keep up that way. But he really kind of pulled me under his wing and brought me into photographing, especially at like football games. You know, I'd be down on the track and shooting the crowd, or um, you know, getting involved in that way. I made a football poster every year of all the seniors, and it was you know real dramatic <laughs> and fake thunder and lightning photoshopped uh, in there. Like, uh, big vibes yes so, um you know i got into it that way and he's kind of the one who really pushed me to okay we need to like you need to do this you yeah. need to go to school for this i see that you're passionate about it and um you know let's let's look at programs and things like that no so, way yeah so he really kind of pushed me towards this applying route, to yeah. places and you know thank goodness he was willing to write recommendations and that kind of thing so yeah no way. So you kind of had a mentor. Yeah. Without even really thinking about it, <laughs> your principal at your high school. Yes. That's outrageous to me. It was in wild. the best way. Yes. So you shouldn't always advance. Blah blah. How did you gain an interest in doing this? Will you find yourself doing more in that and then less of the Broadway stuff? Like, did it eventually like, you know, take a yeah off of his own? Yeah. It yeah. sort of took a a different turn in high school for me where I stopped doing as much of the performing and I got really into the technical side of things. So, um, in high school, my theater teacher was a very good about introducing me to lighting and sound. And so that's kind of where the lighting came in for me. I started doing lighting design for my high school theater program and getting super into that. And I loved being in the dark booth and being able to just light up the stage. And I would do that for 
for chorus concerts, for theater performances, you know, anything, all of the above. Wow. Um, got really into learning, you know, how do I change the gels on these big stage lights and things like that. Um, so honestly, I didn't even really think about that until talking about it now. It's like, wow, wait, that's kind of where this <laughs> exactly, all came from. Exactly, yes. So you're doing a great job yes. making me realize things. But um, yeah, so it really did kind of merge. And then I just kept going and here I am. Yes. So yeah. you discover RCC. Yes. And you applied, uh, obviously, you applied to the school. Was it under, did he recommend that school? Or did he know about that school, your principal? So he actually didn't know about RCC, believe wow. it or not. So this is where things kind of take an, an interesting turn for me in my journey is that I ended up going to UNCW thinking that I was going to study cinematography. Whoa. Because there, you know, Wilmington yeah. is a big film industry place. And I was like, well, you know, I could go there and just at least do my general education requirements. I'll be by the beach and maybe I'll study cinematography. So in 2016, I went for two and a half years um, and then kind of had a bit of an identity crisis. You know, what am I doing? What's going on? Am I happy? I was like, no, no, no. So time to leave and figure it out. Yeah. Um, and over the summer, um, ironically, my dad, someone that works with him, their daughter went to RCC okay. and did commercial photography. And she's working for an auction company now and doing a lot of um, photography for their catalogs. And she said, oh, yeah, I went to this really tiny community college where the zoo is. And I was like, "Like what? The zoo? Like You're talking Ashboro? Ashboro? Yeah, I was like, no way. Like, no what way. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I was looking at all the big New York schools. I was so ready to just get out and go to be somewhere totally different. So, you know, to be perfectly honest, Ashboro is really not where I pictured myself. <laughs> and um, I went for a tour. And me and my mom went up to Ashboro and, and toured RCC and, you know, they had the new building at that point and all the new studios. And I was like, man, this is cool. Yeah. And um, I pretty much applied that day and decided, OK, I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Taking a leap. Oh, my God. Moving to Ashboro. And so I went in that fall. That is insane from going from UNCW. Yeah. <laughs> back to, all right. I'm at RCC. And those listening, that is a community college, uh, Randolph Community College in uh, Ashboro. It's very small, actually. Yeah. Insane program. I mean, yes. uh, the, the highly, um, <laughs> highly recommended program from a lot of people that I've uh, been uh, doing the podcast with. Yeah. Um, a lot of fantastic creatives have come yeah. out of that school absolutely yes so you're in Ashboro and yeah. you go into the program and I know a lot about it to where like you start with film and then you go into the, the digital route and yeah. did you want to go for commercial or did you want to go the other what's the other route so there are three there's photojournalism commercial and portrait studio That's management right. yeah, yeah um and so initially I was like oh I'm, I'm going commercial there's yep. no doubt I'm changing my mind that's where I want to be you know, I really want to do like editorial, fashion, um, that type of work. Um, and as I went through the program, I had, it was a really interesting two years. I mean, I learned so much about myself. I actually mm. went through a lot of kind of changes in my health. I had diagnosis of a chronic stomach illness while oh, wow. I was there. So um, dealt with kind of navigating that and, and school on top of it and just learning so much about being independent. It was my first time living fully alone and, um, you know, all of that. But I ended up after my first year, end of the first year is when you have to decide, you know, what are you going to major in? And um, I got wow. really close to the woman, Erin, who teaches the portrait class. And after talking to the director of the program, Kevin, I was like, man, maybe I should just be portrait. I think that that's what I want to do. And um, I talked to Aaron about it and, and Kevin, and they were both like, yes, yes, that is where I see you. Just go with it. Go with your gut. Just do it. Um, so I actually ended up being in the same class as Brendan, um, along with an amazing group of, of people. And um, it was the perfect place for me to be. It was awesome. I feel like I was able to harness the things that I loved about, you know, editorial and fashion photography, but bring them into portrait work. Yeah. Um, so it was it was amazing. It was great. That's so awesome. And were you into fashion or anything before that point? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's another thing I think that if you talk to my parents or anybody that's known yeah. me since I was a young kid, 
I've always been, I was the child, you know, at four years old, mom, do not dress me. Like, I've got this. And I may have walked out <laughs> in something very yes. ridiculous. You know, it could have been like orange, pink stripes, polka dots, whatever. Yeah. But I was going to dress myself. Right. Um, so I've very much always been into that. Kind of started following more designer fashion and actually paying closer attention to the seasons. Um, maybe in high school. Um but yeah, that that's definitely always been a big part of my life for sure. That is amazing. It's crazy came into a commercial and then ended up with a portrait. That's that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about the the course load because I know it's intense. It is intense. Yes, it's funny. I whenever I talk to homies, they're like, you start off with this many people in the program and then it dwindles down to. It really do be shrinking. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it really really shrank. Our class, I think we started. Gosh. It's been so long at this point since we started, but I think we had close to 60 or 70 kids. That's a lot of people. Or people, I should say, because really the age range too is incredible. You have kids right out of high school and the oldest person in our program, at least to start, was in her 70s. Yeah. So you have an incredibly Whoa, wide range. 70s. Yeah. She was, I can't even remember, gosh, what she did um, in her life and her professional career i want to say it was something with like gardening and science wow. um really fascinating people um but yeah by the end of it our class we didn't have a formal graduation because of covid, COVID yeah. um but i think we ended up with between 14 and 20 kids it was somewhere in there that's insane yeah. so yes everyone has their experiences so share yours like with how intense it was, maybe some of the projects you've done, and like, cause, did you, like, I heard it's best if you not work during those those years there, cause you're so just incredibly busy. Like, yes. you know, just give us your your highlights and maybe some of the 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 cons. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, absolutely. Please give us Open a real. Let's go. A real worldview. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh man, I would say, you know, initially in your first few weeks, you don't really do a lot it's a lot of I mean you do a lot but it's um you know you think that you're going to get in there and you're going to get your hands on a camera and it's like oh man all right bring on bring on the cameras yes. bring on the film show me how to load it like I'm ready you know that is totally what you expect and you kind of go in there with your head a little high you know you're like <laughs> yes. I got this like you see all the second years running around with their digital bodies and like their lights and they're in the studio and you're like yeah, that's about to be me. I'm about to fuck it up. And then you go in there, and it's like, no, no, no. Mm -mm. You're going to get a sketchbook. You're going to look through a camera, and you're going to tell us what you see. So the whole first, gosh, I want to say maybe eight weeks, is all about let's break you down, and you're going to remove everything that you think you know, Yeah. and we're going to build you from bare bones up, and you're uh. going to learn the right way. Um, so it was a lot of just like, you go in about, you know, up here real high. And then you first week, you're like, oh, man. All right. Bars in the basement. <laughs> I am starting from the bottom and we're going to build it back up. Um, and it was nice to have, you know, the people that we had around to go through that with and to build with. But it does kind of hurt your heart a little bit yes. you know especially when you come from a background where you're being told like oh you've got this great eye and you're gonna do such good work and you know you end up getting back to that of course but it's a lot of things that happen in the middle um so yeah lots of lots of drawing which humbled me that's I, so crazy i am a stick figure woman <laughs> i can't draw Oh my gosh, I guarantee you people will remember what my sketchbook looked like because it was awful. It was so bad. I was like, look, I'm trying to show you what I see, but I literally can't. I don't know how this to draw walls, like... chairs. Man, trying to draw a chair. Oh my God. I was like, nope, this is the end. I'm can't do done. It. I'm done. Fill me out. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, But, you know, that transfers into your film days when, you know, you're outside with a lighting meter and you're trying to just figure out okay if the sun is here and it's 1 p.m and it's shining on you know dark pavement at this degree what settings should i should i be using you know learning all of those things um of course you immediately are unable to use any kind of automatic shooting setting which Ooh. is wonderful which is good good things it's a good thing yes. absolutely yes um but you know those are all things that almost everybody there was like oh the little green a you know on my dial cool i i'm good I, yeah. I know what i'm doing yeah 
Um, so there was a lot of that. Uh, we all grew to love the dark room so much, which is so oh, wonderful. Yes. Um, my gosh, I mean, the lab would be open until I think it was 10 o'clock at night at during night? the week. Okay. So we would all come in and, you know, it would just be this big kind of party party you yeah. know it was like all right we're gonna we're gonna play music and we're gonna print and we're gonna be able to talk to each other we would put our prints up on boards and be able to just say okay I like this or you know maybe you should dodge a little bit more here burn a little bit more here um and that was really the beauty of it was the camaraderie of the people that you were with every day because oh, yeah. you became such a family i mean yeah. you really really did um, you know, there were women in the program that were moms and, you know, they're in their mid fifties and they were like, I mean, it was literally like having school mothers. You could go to them and say, oh my gosh, you know, I need your help. Or can you, can we go get lunch somewhere? And they would just, you know, take you under their wing and, and it's like, yes. yes, you're like, mom, mom, exactly. That's um, so wonderful. So those things were great. And, you know, it definitely there's no way to describe it i think the best the best way to describe it i should say is that one of those women that was in her 50s she had three degrees you know all the way up to um phd level woman wow and she was like you know i might just be old but this is harder than my master's degree (laughs) and i was like wow all right you're like okay cool you know, um, Jesus. yeah, mm. it's an experience. It's a roller coaster and for sure. What makes it intense, what I've, just what I've heard, mm-hmm. um, cause I, I didn't go to school, um, that there's so many projects, so many down, so many deadlines, like pretty much all the time, right? All the time. It uh, feels kind of like it never stops. You just keep going and keep going and you think you may have a break and then you'll go into class. And, you know, there will be your professor standing at the front of the class with a stack of papers and saying, okay, here you go. Here's your next um, one. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Have fun. Um, and there are, you know, I think everybody would probably agree that the most strenuous and, and crazy transition that you have in school is the small format class where you're going from medium format film to digital. Yeah. And you have to do so many crazy things i think the highlight of that class is probably everybody's probably talked about it but the strangers project where you have to shoot at a very close and tight angle to these people that you go up to on the road i think you have to get 32 i've been asked many times in downtown yes oh i'm sure goodness gracious i went to um the four seasons mall in greensboro (laughs) daniel i hit up hot topic the arcade spencer's just asking people. Just asking people. I was like, I had my flash. I was ready to go. Because you had to get different lighting conditions. It was, you know, like outdoor with no flash. Outdoor with flash. And then indoor without and indoor with. Um, and there was a certain number of each one. Um, had to be shot at, I, th- I think it was 24 millimeters. Okay. Um, so you had to get pretty darn close really to your close. people. Really close, yeah. And then you had to ask them, you know, what's your name? How old are you? And I think what was something interesting about you. Yeah. My gosh, the amount of just, you know, and you would, my thing that I learned very quickly about that is I would go with a group of people to Four Seasons Mall from school. Yeah. And so then it became like a blood battle of like, oh, here's this cool person. Who's going to get to them first? <laughs> we're all just like running and trying to get to the person. Pulling and cameras and lighting. It's like, yeah, you're like, I know that Jay's going to light this, so I got to get this one and da 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 So, um, you know, that's a, a standout assignment in my mind is just being something that took so much time. Yeah. But you know all of it was still oddly fun yeah but it was just very strenuous in terms of deadlines and time and just oh my gosh yeah yeah it yeah. was it was a lot for sure that is wild that is yeah i remember so many years that we walking downtown or walking around uncg or whatever we getting stopped by random kids and like your <laughs> rcc they're like yeah just like go ahead <laughs> do it Here's I'll do a cool pose for you and everything. Yeah, <laughs> let's absolutely. go. That's amazing. Um, so how did you handle critiques? I know critiques were a big deal there. So yeah. what was your take on that? That was an incredibly interesting experience. I've always been the type of person that I hate being put on the spot. Mm, I've always been that way. Yeah. Um, 
you know, anything in life. If someone mm-hmm. had anything where the spotlight had to be on me, except for performance, ironically, um, I hated it. Don't ask me a question. Really? In class, like, if you point me out and ask me to reiterate something or explain something, I would just go dead. My brain would just empty. Nothing there. uh, So this was really interesting for me. And oddly enough, I think it was the first time that I felt comfortable defending myself um, because it was the work that I made and I was proud of it most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you had your days where you were shooting something maybe 50 minutes before it was due yeah still had to develop the film going yeah. oh my god uh-huh. yeah that Jesus. kind of vibe um but overall i think you know it was okay there were some people some professors that i think i worked better with or had a better relationship with and i felt like we could have better conversations with um and then there were some days where it would just be like nope that's awful you get a 20 you know so you had to deal with that as well um and all of them had different grading techniques different styles um but i think overall critiques got more comfortable as you progressed as well the first one oh my gosh i can still remember how i felt it was a line assignment Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a design element you know just photograph and do your take on a line a line it's a line yep just the element of design being a line so you know people would do anything and the biggest thing with those first few assignments where you were critiqued was that you could not photograph people so it had to be okay you had to find things just naturally um so mine was literally at this house actually at my childhood home we have a a driveway that's got all these you know stones and so there are lines kind of oh, everywhere yeah, and yeah. i had a hose kind of going around it and i was like oh that works yeah, yeah sure lots of lines yeah and um i remember that one went okay but we were critiquing too and the other one was space okay um and i did horrible on my space assignment i did really well on the line and horrible on the space but we were photographing or critiquing them side by side okay so when you say space what do you what do you mean by space just white space like could be your empty take space. on it empty space okay um liminal space whatever you want yeah, to say yeah. <laughs> uh you know how, how to bring that one in there but um yeah, yeah. my image was uh it was in my apartment complex and i was walking around and there was this one tree that was just kind of barren and then a bunch of sky and i was like space space right yes i was like shit that's some space. Let's go. We'll do it. You know, good old photography subjectivity. My professor hated it. Oh. Loved the line. Hated the space. I'm pretty sure I walked out with like a 30 on that assignment and maybe like an 80 or 90 on the line. Oh, my God. And, um, you know, that's your first critique. So you're like so pumped to get in there and just like defend your work. Like, yeah, this is what I thought, you know, space. And I just went dead silent. He was like, you know, I just don't really like this one. I was like, all right. Oh. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Um, you know, and that's when the brain just goes dead. It's and like, boop. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, okay. Exactly. Are you able to redo projects? Not really. No. So just like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You're done. Um, I Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there was ever a time where we were able to. Unless it was a situation where everybody bombed it and it was just awful. Yeah. I We would have these crazy performance tests and quizzes where you would go into the studio and they would have it set up a certain way and say, okay, you need to go over there and there's a cheese grater or a microwave or something, you know, something steel and shiny that you had to photograph in light in a certain way. Um, and you would have a couple minutes to do it to do it, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember one of those went so horribly that we had to all redo it um, <laughs> you know little things like that uh, yeah oh my gosh Crazy. oh my god that sounds insane do you think critiques are necessary I do yeah, yeah. I think um, I think that they can be unnecessary depending mm. on the context and the people that you're around um, I think a lot of times it does kind of become this bloodbath competition of you know, all right, who's got the biggest ego? Yeah. Who's like killing it the best today? Who can defend themselves on the fly and, you know, kind of make it out alive? And in that instance, no, I don't think that they're necessary yeah. or worth it because what do you get from that? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. You don't get anything from that at all. But if you're sitting in a room with people and you can understand that 
the work is subjective, the art is subjective, but here's my intention. Here's what I was thinking when I created this. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And you can sit and have an open and beautiful and yeah. happy conversation with people. Yeah. Where, yeah, of course it can get deep. You can offer some good critique or ask some questions about intention of the artist. I think that's amazing um, and really helpful. And I think that that's where critique got at school for us you know, after the first few, once mm. you got the first few over with and people were okay with maybe not doing so well, um, in the eyes of the professor or, um, you know, just being able to actually think through what you're creating to and create an intention for yourself in your head while you're shooting and saying, okay, this is what I want. You know, they're able to see, I mean, at least I think that people that have worked in the industry for a while are able to see, okay, she thought about or he thought about they thought about composition mm. and they actually took time you know it wasn't like mia just walked through her complex and saw the tree and some sky and said it was space <laughs> cool <laughs> that looks like it'll fit in my rubric yeah. you know um because sometimes even if something didn't fit in the rubric or the the intentions of the assignment if you were able to defend it and your passion came through and the artistry came through it was oftentimes just received um so i think in that instance if you can be in my definition of a productive critique if you can go that route then i think yeah it's absolutely necessary and really important for your growth yeah you know as long as it's constructive exactly yes yes and the way you try to you have a conversation you're like hey this is what i thought giving your feedback and just go back and forth and then maybe come to understanding and you know move on i love that yeah at first i was when i first started the show i I hated critiques. I was like, dude, I don't see, I don't know their the reason for them. I think they're very, uh, like people are very harsh with them, harsh with yeah. their word, all that. But then I heard a lot of more people come to the show like, no, they actually can be constructive and you should see it in a different way. And I was like, okay, never mind. Over the years, I'm like, okay, I can see that being necessary. Right. You know it's nice saying? to get that perspective of um, how other people view your eye. Yeah. Um, I think that's important to just be able to say, okay, here's 15 people in a room that are coming to see my work and they're all going to see it differently. Right. They're all going to view everything that I do differently. Right. Um, so yeah, being able to understand that is really cool. Yes. Did you ever regret not going to commercial out while you were in the portrait program? The Free Piece of Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Not while I was there. I think now being a few years out with the things that I want to do, um, I'm much more interested in, you know, getting in with modeling agencies, Mm -hmm. starting to work with editorial publications, um, you know, going that route without having an intense amount of knowledge about how to do it yeah. <laughs> um, is definitely a little bit daunting. Um, and I try not to pigeonhole myself and say, you know, I'm a this photographer or I'm a that photographer. And so um, I've done a lot of things now where I've been in contact with modeling agencies and stuff like that. And um, I'm learning as it comes. But, you know, part of me is like, dang, maybe I should have just stayed and done a third year <laughs> and gotten that. Um, oh, is that an option? You can. You could go back. Oh, wow. Um, you could do all three concentrations if you really wanted to. I know a fair amount of people, not personally, but they t- discussed it with us in school and said, yeah, a lot of people come back and go ahead and tack on a year three and just do just keep going um, and do two of the concentrations if you're torn. Um, oh, my gosh. That's freaking cool. Yeah. And with that, like even with the, like commercial stuff, they bring in models for you to use. Like do they have access to all that stuff? They, your defini- projects? they definitely do. And the commercial route, you know, you can do um, food photography or, you know, fashion photography. There are so many different routes of commercial, I guess, kind of thinking it more. Of, oh, yeah, um, you're right. OK, yeah, yeah. You know, it could be so many different things. If yeah. it's something that's being sold, if you think about it that way. It's more commercial. Um, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, if you think about it like that, that's kind of the route that that concentration takes yeah, yeah um so yeah there are definitely days literally the other day i was driving and i was like man should i just go back and do don Raj's class i don't know maybe i should you should um, and so i have definitely thought about it as an option for me um 
Yeah. That's awesome. It's funny, Don, we're friends on Instagram. And um, I see him every now and then, he'll like one of my posts and everything. So I need to interview him. I've heard his name a bajillion times. He is wonderful. Nothing but good things. And oh, it's yeah. like, okay, I need to actually reach out to him and actually have a conversation because I'm sure he's full of <laughs> so much knowledge and fascinating human. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. He, everybody just loved him so much um, in school. We always just tidbit of a joke about him that we all love is he. You know how cartoon characters, you know, they you maybe see their closet once and it, it's all the same outfit, you know, consistently. Oh, yeah. Line. Don Raj wore this, like, white linen button-down shirt, these, like, classy, you know, chino pants and these boots. And we were always like, man, I bet his closet looks like it's cartoon any, character. any cartoon character. Yeah, it's like the shoes even hanging on the hanger. You know, everything. It's just laid out every laid day out, monday tuesday wednesday thursday all of it yeah he's a king absolute <laughs> king yes okay now that you mean you mentioned him for the last i'm gonna finally hit him up you should yes yes finally. i'm sure he would love to do it yes that'd yes. be amazing that'd be amazing um okay it's going towards your last year your last time last few moments at rcc yeah. um how was your last like project how was that it was interesting because yeah. um, at the time that we had our portfolio assignment um, come up, COVID had already hit. Yep. So we were home and away from school and the understanding was sort of you could come and use facilities, but, you know, there were a million and one strict policies that you had to follow mm, if you were going to do that. Yeah. And we also had to understand at that point that there were other students that needed access to the equipment, to the lighting, to the studios. And frankly, so many of us, I think, were so scared of getting sick that it was like, okay, what, what are we going to do? Um, but the requirements of the assignment really didn't change um, that much. So we basically still had to produce a studio or on location, depending on what you wanted to do. Oh, wow. You still had to get it all done. Portfolio. Oh, my God. Um, usually there's a big show. You know, you print pretty large format prints. You can do frames, etc. And for the portrait students, you would have presented your portfolio to a panel of local and from afar portrait photographers. Um, do like an elevator pitch for your business. You would have cards, all these different things. Discuss your intention of what you want to do when you leave. So that part didn't ever happen. Just obvious reasons, which yeah, definitely was not fun. Um, but that's when I built my little home studio, which is amazing. Everyone is so cool. Thank you. It's, um, I was very, very, very lucky that I was able to do that financially, um, and make it work. Um, so, a slight description of it since we're speaking yeah, and yeah. nobody can see it's it. It's all audio. Um, it's basically a slim hallway room that was just storage in my family home. And I finally just went upstairs one day and said, hey, mom and dad, can I, can I turn use this? this into something? And I said, yeah, sure. Well, you know, whatever. Sounds good to me. Do what you want to do. Um, so I had people come um, during COVID and I would do little studio sessions in my house. Wow. Um, so I think I had, gosh, I feel like we had to have between six and eight sessions. Um, and then we had to pick, I think, two to three images from each and submit them digitally. And that's how we were graded rather than having the print show and everything. Gotcha. So um, it's still kind of a panel kind of just went over your work, but it wasn't like a right print. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think, you know, they definitely felt really bad about everything you know i mean that situation was so it's horrible incredible for everybody yeah. nobody knew how to manage it or deal with it um but yeah i mean i i just kind of reached out to people that i knew and and thought would be you know trusted as far as pandemic craziness went mm. and also would be interested in coming in um and so you know just masked up in between the shots and i kept mine on the whole time and we just did your thing did the thing so um wow yeah super super grateful that i even had people who wanted to come out yeah um and yeah for what it was i was like you know 
from my little hallway room. I'm not mad. This will work. Yo, still um, beautiful work. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course, of course, so of course. It was, it was yeah, crazy. That was, that was a very pivotal pivotal time for a lot of creatives. Um, ones who are like to be out and about, social, doing photo. Most of their work was outside and at you know events and stuff. That was a uh, very hard for a lot of us. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and that's funny. That's when I really got into shooting a lot of concerts, a lot of hardcore shows and stuff. That's awesome. And then, boom nothing i was just like oh my god this is of course outrageous so i can only imagine how it was for students trying to graduate and do their projects and not being able to fully you know do what they were doing before the the pandemic so yeah kudos to you for making it work thank you kudos to everybody i mean my gosh yeah kudos to everyone absolutely we we, we're surviving (laughs) surviving and thriving yes yes but what I love about RCC, and I wish other schools would do better with this, is they learn, they taught you the business part of it. Yeah. Of you making business cards or pitching or all that stuff. So that's, yes. that's amazing that you had that experience there to yes. probably helps you out a lot now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I left with a full pricing menu for my studio. Yeah. So, you know, having that laid out and, and learning from someone that had, you know, years and years of experience of running an in-home studio, um, it's amazing the things that you learn. We did a mock sales session where, you know, my teacher came in and pretended to be the mother of the person that I photographed and just like, okay, well, let me see the prices and figure out what I want to order and, you know, learn about working with a professional print lab and all of that. Um, that, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely yeah. just incredible. So, so glad that we had that. I would be lost. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. It's funny. I, I talked to, um, uh, Khadija about that when yeah. she was in the in the game and she was like you should go you should go back to school at RCC I was like I ain't doing all that yeah, and now this, <laughs> I'm graduating from UNCG I ain't doing I did five years there so I'm not going to RCC she was like to teach you all the stuff yeah. and I was just like I should but I didn't and I wish and it's funny I I learned all of it kind of secondhand from people who did go to that school. I was about to say all these but, interviews, man. You yes. got it. Yes. Oh, I've been oh, taking you're notes. A king. Yeah, you taking notes, taking notes. Um, but that's one of the things I really wish I would have went back. And I, obviously, I can go back to school at any time I want. But yeah. just the idea of coming back to school is just not. It's not it for me right now. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, I know. So I'm just like, let me just ask Mia. Yeah. Khadija, Art, Brendan. Absolutely. Keith. Let me, ask, let me ask these guys and see what's up. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, if people listen to this, please go to that school. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so you graduated, graduated, obviously. Yeah. Um, and did you know what you wanted to do afterward? Did you want to do this full time or obviously you're still working that out now? But what was yeah. the, going through your brain when you graduated? It was really interesting the way that I graduated. So it was in December of 2020 and I actually had COVID at this point so yes in the room we are literally sitting in now this was my quarantine space so so you were locked in this room i was locked in this room um (laughs) parents were like hey yeah you mm -mm, up and sit and stay lock the door you ain't coming out leave food at food at the door yeah exactly (laughs) precisely so uh it was during christmas time so i i spent (sighs) my christmas of 2020 up here um in this room and i literally had um received an email because I, I didn't know i was like i think i'm supposed to be done at this point like, yeah. i think i'm done and uh, i finally emailed just my uh, what do you call it advisor from rcc she got back to me and she said yeah congrats you've graduated and i was like all right like, sick email sweet after all that work email. i got an email yes one sentence email um, so that was so funny. I literally, I sent a screenshot to my parents and I put, you know, the party emojis. And then I took a picture of me on my couch with COVID. Yeah, I did it. Um, you know, looking back, it was, it's pretty funny and, and so telling of the times, but at the moment it was, it was wild. And, um, you know, just, I have so much sympathy and love for the people that graduated with me and just everybody that was a COVID graduate. Cause yeah. It was very odd. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, in 2021, I spent a lot of time just self-reflecting about the last two years and what can I do to ground myself and take care of my mind and my yeah. body. Um, so really, you know, I was I was shooting when I had work and mm-hmm. when I could get it and for myself when I was, yeah, for yourself, was able yeah. to do it. Yeah, 
Um, and then what really kind of happened for me was I started running and that was okay. one of the biggest and best things that's happened to me in the last two years. Um, trained for my first half marathon last year. Ooh. So that was awesome. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So I ran that in November of 21 and really, I feel like 2021 was kind of my like Renaissance era. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to work on myself after all of that wackiness and just fucking grow um which i needed so bad yes um and i never i never could have done it um you know had i not just had a conversation with myself that was like okay bitch we need some help and we need to we need to sort this out so um you know really i didn't start thinking about my full-time career until probably middle to end of 21 um i think i really just I got to take like six months and just, you know, I did some random headshot gigs, things like that. Um, couple self projects and just really started thinking about it after that. Um, and I, I think my ultimate thought with what I want to do. And I literally, I told my mom this the other day, I sat down with her and I was like, I have built a massive passion for this over you know, since that little Sony Handycam when I was little. I to say, yes. And um, that, if I have a career goal, it would be that. I want to maintain that passion. I don't know how or what, um, but I never want that part to go away. It's like, I really do love this, and I feel really good about it. Yeah. And if that goes away, that's not going to be fun. Oh, um, gosh. So that, to me, I think is the biggest part of what I do. It's like, okay, I love it. I'm passionate. I got to keep that. Yes. And whatever follows in its trail. Great. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah keep really, it fun. I think that's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it fun. Keep it on your toes. And so you're for your personal projects, your yeah. personal work, what's the inspiration with your personal work? One of the biggest things uh, I've been trying to do is I call it close and it's on my website and I've, done literally two people thus far but um photographing the people who mean the most to me i love that which i think is something that sounds really easy and maybe we do it on our phones every day or you know whatever but for me the place that i want to do it is the studio that's just how i saw it um and this is like you know anybody in my life if they've come in in the last three weeks or if they've been there since i was two um people that have just given me space to laugh to cry, to love, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I know for you, like your soil sessions project is so personal and it's a beautiful mm. thing. Yes. And that's what I wanted from that. So, um, my first like victim for that project was my friend Danny that we yes. reconnected. Um, went to middle and high school together. And oh, then wow. he is just kind of total vagabond lifestyle. He moved really? really far away he did some of the appalachian trail after high school um and he kind of texted me out of the blue in a time when i really needed a friend and he was like hey how's it going it's been a long time you know would love to catch up and um i was like oh man i would love that too yes please <laughs> yes so we he came to my house we made a cake with chocolate and coca-cola yeah, I know. His idea, not mine. I was Wait, like, this seems weird. Coca-Cola. Co- like, yeah, soda, Coca-Cola. Okay. Totally random thing. He's like, let's make this cake. So we made the cake, and then I photographed him with it in the studio. It had a smiley face made out of pecans, and I just talked to him and took candid photos of him, you know, quickly. Mm. And um, that was so beautiful to me. It was like, oh. This feels so good. This is I have to keep doing this. Yes. So that's kind of when that was born for me. Close. Yeah, close. So I'll shout out to Dan- Danny. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, shout out to Danny if you're listening to this. Shout out to you. Yeah, I'll send it to him. I'll make him listen to it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got to. That's amazing. So yeah, close and just any other projects in the in the in the in the in the works? Nothing named, mm-hmm. nothing settled. Um other than that, it's mostly just Just what work comes to you. Yeah shooting for myself yeah yeah which is oddly a very hard thing to do i think it is you know i mean when you get into the game to where you're doing it for money yeah it's kind of hard to make time to do it for yourself you know what i'm saying um which is very difficult yeah you know what i'm saying um 
you can go so many different routes with it. That's that's the weird part. Sometimes I sit in my house and I have my camera. I'm like, what do I want to do with yes. this tool? I have in my hand. I can do this, 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 this. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. Oh gosh, is it hard for you to kind of outside of getting commissioned to do things to get out and do it for yourself? I mean, do you have any practices you or routines you do throughout the week? Really, it it is very tough for me. I think that I struggle a lot with developing that personal practice. Yeah. Um, I started reading this this little book that's all about your creative process. It's called Creative Calling. It's really great. Ooh, um, yeah, that's my list. Yes, it's. I will. Uh, I'll show it to you before you leave. Yes, <laughs> so you please, can see it. please. Um, but that is really great, and that's kind of helped me just realize. Okay, um, you know, Kevin from RCC, the director, he would always say, "Dump out your crayons." And play. He'd be like, "Ooh, I like that." It, that has stuck with me. If anything from school has that. just totally stayed in my mind, that's it. Because mm-hmm. um, we get so focused, you know, on just being like, "Okay, it's got to be perfect." I'm gonna do my millions of hours of editing, and then I'm gonna talk to my client, make sure that they love it, and da 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 da. And you know, you're doing it for other people, which is great, and that's a beautiful thing on its own. Um, but I definitely struggle with the okay, I'm just gonna get out and shoot and if it sucks it doesn't matter that is something that i struggle with for sure um i think one of the best ways to do that is use either a disposable camera a yes. point and shoot 35 yes polaroid whatever it be where you're just like all right i'm gonna do it if it sucks whatever i'm out here i'm practicing i'm using my eye and that is incredibly important oh man i love it I love that that thirty five millimeter point and shoot film things kind of coming back. Yes, and and it's always it's always been around. Obviously, RCC, you still do that stuff there, but it's, yeah. I guess to more the masses to where yeah. people are, and people are kind of snooty about it, like, oh, people are getting these cameras and they're. I was like, dude, I love seeing people's photos from those cameras. Absolutely, it all feels so nostalgic. People are having fun. Yes, I mean, the only downfall I think of it is that it's skyrocketing in the price of development and yeah. film and stuff that's the only you know, i don't care that people are doing that i think it's freaking amazing it is and i love that quote get you know don't make crayons in in uh uh what play, you say? Yeah. play yeah play that just that's what it feels like to me people are doing that stuff you know you're so right yeah. that's exactly it yeah. i yeah oh my gosh i have um i think i talked to you about it actually when i got it the little fuji film the wide um yes instax yes. thing Love that guy. I carry that around all the time. That is sort of my version of a of a thirty five millimeter point and shoot yeah. to have in your pocket. It's like, oh, this is so fun, and the instant gratification of just getting it, being able to look at it. You're like, oh, look at that. That's look so this, fun. This is you. This is your picture. Yeah, it's so fun. I um I taught preschool in the interim. We were talking about that, and um that was an incredible experience for me. But I would bring the little um film camera to school and the kids loved it i had kids that would just carry it around for days i mean until the polaroid was wrinkly and you could barely even see what the image was and they just loved it um i think for me that's another thing that fuels me it's like okay you know i see other people so happy with an image that i took or an image that somebody else took um it's just the love and the happiness that's spread through photos i think is so cool yeah um so yeah, I mean, I think you know that would be my other kind of personal practice. I love that. I love that. Do you think you ever do a book or anything? I would love to do a book. I would love to see me a book. Oh my gosh, I would love to do a book. I have so many photo books from thrift stores or random places, and um, I would absolutely love to do that. Yes. I think um, putting it together too, and like not even having a necessarily a theme or something, just like here's. Here's this. Here's this. This is a body of work. Yep. Here, Here you, you go. go. Enjoy. Yeah. Hopefully. Or That's hate it. it. Or Whatever. Hate it. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's, it's what I've put my heart into and what I've created, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. That's what it matters. Absolutely. I want everyone to do a book. I don't care what kind of photography you're into. You know what I'm saying? I think books are so cool, it's and I amazing. buy all of them. If my friends have a book coming out, I don't care what it is. Here's my money. Here you go. You know? Take it. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's like a... Photography is great because especially books, it's a look into your world, you yeah. know, and that's what I like. You know, yeah. I love looking at other people's worlds and just seeing what they see. And this is very special to have a book. So I hope you do that one day. Yeah. No, you will do it one day. I, hope, I can't wait to buy it one day. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see you have you it one day. Put that in universe. I love it. Manifestation. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so in the, so you just did a big fashion thing for a, a friend of yours. Yeah. 
do you think you want to go that route later? Like, what's your end goal, like, career-wise? Do you want to do more of that stuff? Do you want to just be well-rounded, do everything? Do you want to own a studio one day? Like, what do you think yeah. you'll do later on? I definitely want to own a studio. That's something that has been in the sort of works for mm. a little bit. Um, trying to find a space that's not in my house. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. A little bit more accessible, a little bigger, you know, all the fun things. Um, so that is definitely in in the works and is in something that I really want to do. Um, and otherwise, as far as like a genre goes, I definitely want to move into the editorial and fashion space. I can see that. That is, I can see that the more that I do work, even if it's personal portraiture, I think that I take a lot of principles from editorial and fashion photography and apply that to just general portrait work. Um, and I think, you know, that's probably a good little telling that that's the direction that I need to go. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that that to me is is where my heart is. I could sit and watch runway shows all day. I could style clothing all day. Um, and I'm so glad that I've gotten back in touch with that in my work now with photography. It's like, okay, things are merging and coming together. And, yeah, that's definitely where I want to end up. I can see that. Thank like, you. Seeing your recent work, which is mind-blowingly beautiful. Thank you. So I see Mia going to this route. Thank you Do you have so a dream much. client? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. A few. I mean, I think I do a lot of um, uh, like album covers for local musicians. Yes. That's been a thing I've done a lot um, in recent months. And I'm a, a very big fan of music. I love I love music. Um, and for whatever reason, I've always really wanted to photograph Mick Jagger. I have a thing for old people, yeah. too, like just photographing old people. I yeah. think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. So that, Absolutely. like, if we're talking total dream, that's a big one for me. Okay, okay. Um, just like, oh, man, that would be so cool. Like, can you even imagine? Like, that would be amazing. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, I really just think any any fashion publication okay doesn't matter what it is yes anything there's um there's one that i absolutely love that's based in london called boys by girls they're Ooh, great like the boys by girls okay boys by girls definitely look them up um it's an all-female team and they photograph only men um and it's mostly fashion related work um a few issues ago they did it's all dedicated to usually just one person yeah. too or maybe like a group of people from a cast of a tv show or something um, they did an issue all about Cole Sprouse that I absolutely loved. I love Cole Sprouse. Don't we all? Bruh, if I had any type of celebrity, like, I don't really idolize a lot of celebrities because I think this, you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. But if there's anyone that's like, I want to meet, he's Cole top He's top five. Yes. First of all, he's a photographer. So cool. obviously, and he's a great photographer. Incredible. Yeah. And it, just his wit and sarcasm. I'm just like, I want to meet you. I feel like he would be a great friend. So, such a good friend. Yeah. <sighs> Shout out to Cole Sprouse. Maybe you listen to this one day. I don't know. Manifest. Manifest. Maybe on the show. I don't know. Maybe you've been on free Cole pizza. Cole Sprouse? On free pizza? Cole Sprouse on free pizza. Hey. Can I come to Hey, that? yes, you can. Amazing. Co-host? Co-host. Oh, oh, I'm here. I'm so here for that. <laughs> oh, Mia, this is so great. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm having an absolute blast. You're already kicking booty. Your work is so good. Please, you you're too. for hire. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely, I am. You're for hire to do pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? talk to me, man. Let's do it. Just email and send me a message if you want to hire her, please. Absolutely. Um, and you're well-traveled, so do you think you will stick around Nagana? I really don't know. Mm. Um. I really, yeah, I really don't know. I love a lot of different places, and I think ultimately, no, I won't. Um, I think for the foreseeable future, I will be here. Yeah. Um, I love Durham. It's becoming just a huge hub for Durham the sick. arts. Durham it's sick. insane. Yes, yes. Um, but I think you know, eventually, I'm I'm a big fan of London. I'm a big fan of the UK. I'm gonna say, Mia, I could see you just casually. Casually. casually in Europe <laughs> working like, it wouldn't surprise me if I saw an Instagram story like living in Europe I'm like yeah I call that yeah yeah all right I call Thank that you. I will be visiting please let do let you know would love to have I you I will be visiting wherever you go it's like me I'm coming amazing please yes. do oh yes. this is so good we want the studio to get here I want you to get your studio thank you me too in Europe <laughs> in yes. Europe and have one here too yes 
we're going for big things. I love big things. Big I'm things, here for it. Big things, big things. You too, man. Big things. And that's the one I want to connect you with, too, after this. So I'm not going to put her on blast on this, but she is a very good fashion photographer, and she's uh, in Greensboro. I want to I connect y'all. Yes, um, yes, yes, absolutely. But Mia, yes, thank you so much for doing this. It's so thank cool. Thank you for having me. This is of awesome. Of course. Yeah, your future is bright. I hope you know that. Thank you. Yours, too. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And you, you know, from playing around with a little handy cam back in the day to this. So this is, this is very cool. I hope you're very proud. I am. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, catch me online. I'll put all the handles in the description. Yes. Um, please hire her. So good. Her is yes. her. Yes. Yes. yes Make sure it's pronounced correct. Um, but yes, thank you. Hit up Mia whenever you need something and listen to the free, free Pizza podcast. Tell your mom, tell your cousin, tell your friends, listen to the show. Everybody. So I can feed my family. <laughs> yes. yes. But thank you for listening and goodbye. Thank you. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.